Hey folks, what's happening? It's Glenn here, and I'm back again with a micro episode, I guess. I don't know what to call it exactly. Um, I have a new song episode coming next week. An original song every two weeks, as I've talked about ad nauseum. But I wanted to release something in the meantime, so I've got a songless micro episode for you guys. You got to stay relevant in this hyper competitive podcast world. You got to stay visible. You got to keep grinding. You got to keep dishing out the content. So, what I thought I'd do in between song episodes is get on here and talk about new music releases that I'm excited about, as well as any other songwriting related topics that are on my mind. So, I'm going to start by mentioning a documentary that I happened upon the other night. I didn't know it existed, and it just popped up on my YouTube feed. Sometimes the algorithm gets it right. It doesn't happen often, but it does happen from time to time. Um, The documentary is called Where Are You, Jay Bennett? And it's about the life and times of the one-time Wilco member, Jay Bennett. Jay was in Wilco for their first handful of albums, I'm not sure if he played on AM, but he featured prominently on Being There, Summer Teeth, and Yankee Hotel Foxtrot before leaving the band. And so I'm not going to get into the details of the film, but I just wanted to inform you that it's on YouTube for free and it's worth a watch. Also, if you haven't seen the Sam Jones documentary, I am trying to break your heart about the making of the Wilco album Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. Um, I suggest watching that in conjunction with the Jay Bennett film. I mean, the whole Jay Bennett-Jeff Tweedy saga is a bit of a soap opera, but it's catnip for a music nerd like myself. Um, Of course, you know, the full picture of what went down between Jay and Jeff is not going to be captured in a few hours of film footage, but it gives fans like me a bit of a window into some of what uh, may have went on. So yeah, that's uh, Where Are You, Jay Bennett, for free on YouTube, and also try to stream or uh, get your hands on a copy of I Am Trying to Break Your Heart. Um, Both very entertaining, if a bit exploitative at times, uh, music documentaries on Wilco-related material. The second thing I want to shine a light on is the new record from Michigan band Frontier Ruckus. It's called On the North Line. And it was released February 16th. The band is led by Matthew Milia, and they've been making music together for nearly 20 years. I started listening to them around 2010 and was immediately struck by the eclectic instrumentation and hyper-literate lyrics. Although the band is generally slotted into the folk Americana genre, Matthew's unique lyricism and the band's use of instruments like the singing saw and melodica add a tinge of charming weirdness to the mix, and that's enough to keep me interested in anything they release. So far, I really love the uh, title track on the North Line and Clarkston Pasture, which features the great lyric, Clarkston Pasture, driving faster, out past the last bachelor pad my uncle had. So the album is On the North Line by Frontier Ruckus. Grab a copy if it sounds like something you'd like. And before I sign off until next week, 
Um, I want to share a not terribly exciting story about a personal run-in I had with Matthew Milia from Frontier Ruckus. In 2014, my wife and I traveled uh, from our home in Ontario to British Columbia so that she could fulfill a requirement for her forthcoming graduation from the University of Victoria. And while she was doing school stuff, I decided to rent a car and drive to Seattle, a place that I'd never been. I did the obligatory Nirvana tour, uh, visiting you know clubs that the band played. I visited Kurt Cobain's last residence where he ended his life, and I went to the bar, I think it's called Linda's Tavern, where he was last seen alive. And, and then one afternoon, I found myself in Bop Street Records, a legendary Seattle record store in the Ballard neighborhood, which has since closed, unfortunately. Uh, anyway, while wandering the store, I recognized a musician I knew named Ryan Bolt from the Canadian band Deep Dark Woods. I thought that was kind of cool and kept looking around. Um, a few minutes later, I saw Matthew from Frontier Ruckus. I uh, had no idea why these guys were in the same Seattle record store as me, but after a few minutes, I decided to approach Matthew and tell him how much his lyrics and music meant to me. So in my nervous and awkward manner, I essentially cornered him at one end of the store and told him in a stuttered fashion that I loved his lyrics. And I think he picked up on my apprehension um, because he seemed put off, uh, you know, just by my presence. Um, he met my gaze with an irritated look, said thanks, and then quickly darted off in the opposite direction. Um, and you know what? I can't blame the guy. I probably looked like an obsessive weirdo, even though my intentions were good. And then I later found out that Deep Dark Woods and Frontier Ruckus had a show at the Tractor Tavern. Um, that very evening. So yeah, they were just kind of playing tourists and, and doing some record shopping um, the afternoon before their show. Uh, but kind of a neat experience. Um, so yeah, that's my Frontier Ruckus story. Okay, uh, I guess that's all I wanted to share for this week. I'll be back next week with a song I've written and more miscellaneous music tidbits. Keep well, everybody, and uh, we'll see you in a while. Hey, it's Glenn again. Thanks so much for listening. I'd appreciate if you could tell a friend about the show or give us a follow on Spotify, Apple, Instagram, or other platforms that I'm too lazy to list. If you'd like to send in a song you've written or if you just want to write in with praise, criticism, show ideas, or songwriting tips for me, and boy, could I use them, please refer to my email address in the show notes. Thanks for giving me some of your time, and we'll see you next episode.